Do not be anxious. Do not worry about tomorrow. A wise teacher once said in confidence, he clearly knew something we didn't. <laughs> Out of 7 billion plus people in this world, I mean, surely, have you ever wondered if anyone has the answer that you're looking for? We each have a nugget of wisdom we can share if only we took time to stop, ask and listen to the answers or even give an answer ourselves because we've gone through it before. If you really want wisdom, it's very simple. Ask for it. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Gokule Tumbuta, your host. It's been said that to understand the origin of something or the source of something, you have to go to its origin. And fear actually is an emotion that you have to go back to, to the basic, to the origin, which is the word of God, um, the rhema word. And <laughs> what's interesting is that uh, when the, we know that, you know, when Adam and, and Eve came to eat from, from the, you know, a tree of, of knowledge of good and evil, where God said, you can eat from everything, all the trees, knock yourselves out, but from this one, do not. And obviously temptation, as we know, it came in, it creeped in, and doubt, lie, and confusion came to being. You know, for the first time, you, you're starting to, to see men questioning, to say, did God really say, you know, questioning each other, and then the lie that was told by the serpent, um, and confusion, you know, from, from what they were told and what they know. And then eventually, you know, when they ate from <laughs> from, from that tree, it, I tickle because I look at the first thing is that fear then crept in, you know, because we read that God in the coolness of day, he would come and meet with Adam, you know, God being the, 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 the organizer, the chief cornerstone, you know, the, the creator of everything, definitely he would want to report to say, how was the day today? How did everything go? Are there any challenges? How is Eve coping? You know, what's the plan for tomorrow? <laughs> and for the first time, it says that they didn't want to come out. And God called out and said, Adam, Adam, where are you? You know, because I'm used to finding you here. You're late for the meeting, basically. And the two of them, or the idiot, <laughs> as Adam is always uh, emphasized, uh, to say, you know what, blame the man, you know, although we know it was the woman who was the instigator. And for the first time, you realize that they were fearful because they didn't want to come out. They re they realized that, oh, okay, we are naked. And that's when we see even the, the sexuality coming to being. Because for the first time, this one realized to say, oh, oops, what have you got in front of you? But why, why are you, you know, bleeding? You know, because even sexuality came to being. You know, we know, for example, even for women, when when you are so nervous, when you are so fearful, that um, even your, your blood rushes, you know, high blood goes up. It's been said that when Christ actually was facing the cross, um, he, he, he perspired and he was sweating so much that he actually perspired blood. He was sweating blood, which is a rare, rare disease. I always tell people, until you are at that point, where you are so fearful and scared and until and let me tell you until you sweat blood you haven't reached your breaking point you are still okay you can still go through god has got you by your then you are not at your breaking point because that has only happened to one person and that one person overcome death which is christ so hallelujah to you if you think you are at your worst how can you go through this you are until and let me tell you until you sweat blood 
you haven't reached your breaking point. You are still okay. You can still go through. God has got you by your, your, your hand. So we look at the origin of our fear. As I said, a lot of sins came, came, came to being when that specific scene happened or that specific scenario. And fear, which is one thing that we are going to talk about today, is, say, is said that it's an acronym that is used, that it's false evidence, which is, appears to be real. But God speaks about faith, which is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So fear actually is more or less a borderline and a thin line because you, you are foreseeing things that are to come depends on where your state of mind is. So if you are in a good uh, 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 vibration, energy, for example, a good vibrational spiritual level or, or spiritual uh, elevation where you are thinking good, you are reading the word of God, you are thinking positive, you are seeing great things. Literally, you are you are manifesting, you are creating in your thoughts. As I said, a lot of things, they start in what? In our thoughts, in our subconscious and, and conscious mind. So fear is actually a feeling such that it's fear actually is a feeling that when it is, uh, you put all your energy to it, you put all your being to it, literally it becomes what? It becomes real. Because we realize that in the midst of Adam and Eve questioning to say, sure, we know that God is coming at this point in time. We know this is what we shouldn't have done. If eventually their eyes were open, the scales came off and then fear came to being. It's like a child. You know, when a child first does something that they know that is wrong. And we know that the Bible says that the word of God actually and the laws of God are engraved and are written in our hearts. Not so much uh, stuck in a book, but God made it such that don't forget the inner man, the conscious man, which is me, the morale. And we, I always teach, even at, 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 at a church, where we teach the, the Bible studies that, you know, fear, for example, it has to do with your moral compass. And when the enemy knows that your moral compass is not in right standing, that is between good and evil, uh, or, or right and wrong. Let me tell you, the enemy will chow you for lunch, as they say. Fear is said, boy, in my language, or tabo, or uwesaba in Isuzulu. In Swahili, we are saying it is in, in Bemba, which is uh, 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 Zambia, we are saying fear is. It is a, a creep, it is a crippling feeling that actually has to do with one's moral compass. And righteousness, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, which are actually are the ones that are coming to, to being. We, Adam and Eve, first of all, they saw the nakedness. You know, it's how naked are you in terms of your life? You know, we've been taught uh, growing up to say it's not everything that you need to expose. You know, not just to people, but just to the spiritual atmosphere. Because what the enemy is always out there roaming like a lion looking for someone to devour. You know, we learn of, of, of Ujob, or Job, as, as we know about it, that a, a pact, uh, it was made between Satan, it was made between Satan and God, where actually because of his righteousness and his moral ground, Satan said, you know what, I think this man has got a weakness. So fear actually, more than anything, one has to look at even their moral campus in terms of what is your standing? We see that in the times that we live in, whether it's politicians or people who are in high ground, they always get manipulated, always get, 
you know, uh, uh, threatened, always get, um, what's the word that high standard with, they get extorted. Yeah. They get a, a extortion um, in terms of using the truth to twist it. That's what Satan did because he took what he knew, what was truthful in, in, in Genesis, what God had really said. And he literally twisted it by saying, did really, really, really God say you shouldn't, you know, and as we know that then the mind of man came to being because this one looked at the other one and said, but what if we were to eat, you know, what would happen? And as we know, you know, human beings, we always test the boundaries. It's like a child. You tell them not to touch fire. Definitely they'll go out and test it. But the, the second time they wouldn't because fear has crept in. So fear is actually a, a an emotion or a feeling which if not, uh, 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 handled properly, not self-introspected properly, it will continue from a, a young age. For example, uh, you know, a child that grows up in a, in, a, in a very abusive home or a child that grows up being bullied, a child that grows up not being told how much, you know, they, 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 they mean in the house, how much they are loved, fear always comes in. And obviously that will stem from even low self-esteem and then all the other things then will start creeping in. So today's podcast, actually, we're going to dive in and actually even speak about before we even start, you know, uh, talking to people who have overcome the worst of the worst. We're just going to actually look at the feeling itself from God's point of view. Look at one or two people as said the origin of it was definitely Adam and Eve when they realized that they were naked. That's the first thing that they started doing. They hid themselves from God because fear actually targets even your moral. If you are not a person that is in right standing, you don't live a righteous life. You don't live a, 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 a holy life from what the Bible says. You don't live a good a, a life from, you know, doing what is good out there. Fear, you become the target for it, actually. If anything, it will just eat you for lunch. And if not addressed, then you grow up with it. Um, even to to a very you know you be, you are an adult you are still fearful. Come time for you to take certain steps that are are supposed to be mature for adults. You are always looking for someone's opinion. You're always looking for validation from people. You can't make decisions on your own. Or even when you do, they are stemming from from fear because you you lack what you lack faith that is the substance of things hoped for. Therefore, you are now feeding the monster which is of false evidence appearing to be real. And when you are surrounded even by, let's say, people who are not even of the same moral standard, guess what? They play on that weakness. They play on your, on your in, in my language, but in if they, you know, your, your, your brackets for like, I don't know what is it in English, but I think so for those people that have legs that look like brackets, <laughs> if those are not aligned properly, then people, they actually play onto that. And, you know, we look at a fear example, it has to do with one's past, the present, which then affects the future. So if you are one, for example, who had a, a very unforeseen, whatever the circumstances were, you know, I, I look at people that have been in, in, in prison for whether falsely or, or, or rightfully uh, convicted in whatever form, when they come out, they always have fear. 
you know, because a person will always walk around their shoulder or someone who has survived a very traumatic experience, whether it's through rape or domestic violence, they always are fearful, right? Until that fear is replaced with something else. So now you can imagine if you are a type of person where your morale standard, even from home, is not up to standard or is not up to to, I wouldn't say scratch because you, you can't put a, a limit on a feeling. But let's say you are someone who's very fearful. And then here you are now, you are getting into a job situation. And now you are leading people. You are supposed to make certain decisions. Now you are a person in a relationship, for example. You've become a mother. Or, for example, you're a young person. You, you experienced a young teenage pregnancy. You know, certain things were said to you. And you saw your life changing and fear is now what crippling in. You're a person, for example, you struggle to have children or for whatever reason, or you're a person, you know, you've just gone through a, a traumatic uh, abandonment of a, of a of separation or a divorce. Now you're starting to think, you know, life will not be there. Uh, uh, life will not allow you to meet probably a better person or a person that will love you. You've just lost many a business opportunities, for example, you've lost some monies, you are scared to start new things, you know, um, you are scared to go out. I look at, you know, having, considering even relocation, doing so, living in other countries. It was really a crippling feeling because you are thinking, I'm going there, I don't know anyone, um, you know, how will my children feel? The abandon abandonment feeling that you get to say, I've left family, I've left children, I wonder how will the the relationships be when when I come back. So fear actually, if it's not replaced with, with faith based on the word of God, then it becomes a very, very hostile, toxic environment that one has to live in. And guess what? Not only does it consume the one that it has crippled and paralyzed, it's, all, it, it's also contagious because it feeds off those who are around you. Have you ever heard of parents, for example, just because they've never tried something, then they tell their children not to go there. Just because they've never been successful in something, then they advise their children not to do something. Ever heard of a, a black person saying just because they're black, certain opportunities, they're not for them. Therefore, all black people would not. Or, you know, you look at that, all those things you can... Or have you ever heard stereotypes... Of, of, of men and women, you know, uh, of, of countries, example, being told that uh, certain people from certain places you are not to trust, that you always be fearful of them. You know, it's like being told not to, to walk in the dark. But what can you do? Because night comes. If you have to go to a certain place, you have to drive, you can't change the night. It is there. But it doesn't mean that night actually comes with fear because it just means it's a, it's a less light versus the day. So fear is actually one of those things that we will be looking at to saying then steps of 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 our coming. And I think you look at of you look at the stages of stages of change. As we know in the stages of change, there's denial, uh, there's anger before you even get to acceptance. Uh, while fear there's also all these different dynamics of you know being ego death, um anxiety which you build up so we'll be looking at those in the next episodes. 
I'm Gugule Tunguta, and thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast conversation, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast with your fellow kingdom leaders. And congratulations again on showing up for yourself in leading your own purpose on earth and those of others. We hope to grow with you. For more information on me, you can go on all my social media platforms on Gugule Tunguta, on Instagram, Facebook, and even on Twitter. On YouTube, you can also find us. You can tag me on your Instagram stories if this really hit a chord with you. Thank you for joining me and looking forward to talking to you on the next podcast.